Good morning and welcome to the February 28th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy and on today's show we are answering the question of what wrestler gave birth on Monday Night Raw and who did they give birth to? The date is February 28th, 2000. The location is New York City's iconic Madison Square Garden. The event is the 354th episode of Monday Night Raw. And while there is no significance at all to the number 354, it was a pretty memorable episode of Raw. We had Mick Foley's retirement, Billy Gunn getting kicked out of DX, Chris Jericho and China dancing with Too Cool and Rikishi and some other things that might have been good but won't make the highlight reel for our 5-10 to minute episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show. All those things happened, plus someone had a baby. And when I say baby, I am putting up air quotes. Before we get into that birthing fiasco, and I will get there, it probably makes sense for me to set the stage so you can properly appreciate what was happening in the World Wrestling Federation at this time in the year 2000. I mentioned something about Mick Foley's retirement a minute ago. Retirements in wrestling should never be taken too seriously. In the last year alone, I've seen Vince McMahon, at the age of 76, compete at WrestleMania. Never mind the fact that he retired and then returned to WWF, WWE. Ric Flair, I saw him wrestle at the age of 73 in an event built around the idea that it was his final match. Which was sad since I personally witnessed a false Flair retirement 14 years prior at WrestleMania 24. And I also saw Steve Austin at the age of 57 wrestle for the first time since retiring 19 years prior. So you can't really take retirement in wrestling too seriously. But when Triple H beat Mick Foley at the No Way Out pay-per-view one night before this 354th episode of Monday Night Raw we're talking about here today, I was fairly confident that the retirement stipulation would stick. Everyone knew that Mick was worse for wear after a career of high-profile stunts and death matches. Well, I was wrong about Mick Foley. He didn't stay retired long. I mean, that Hell in a Cell match did end his full-time wrestling career, but we would see him compete about 50 more times over the next eight years. He would actually be wrestling again by this particular year's WrestleMania. So you can imagine after defeating Mick Foley the night before, Triple H and his wife Stephanie would saunter on down to the ring to gloat at the opening of Monday Night Raw. That happened with no retaliation from the hardcore legend. However, the Big Show and a returning Shane McMahon did come out to greet the power couple. Now, if you don't remember all the details of the time period, I'll bring you back up to speed. The Rock won the Royal Rumble, but his feet actually touched the floor in a spot concealed from the audience. The true winner, had this been noticed, would have been the Big Show. That Rumble controversy led to a storyline where the Big Show challenged The Rock at the No Way Out pay-per-view where the winner would face the WWF Champion at WrestleMania. 
Well, as I said, Triple H was celebrating his victory over Mick Foley when Shane McMahon and the Big Show made their way to the ring next. In Shane's big return the night before, he helped the Big Show defeat The Rock at No Way Out. And while Cactus Jack, Dude Love, and Mankind were nowhere to be seen, The Rock wasn't going to let Trips and Big Show have all the fun. The Rock came out not to congratulate Shane McMahon on making his return to the company, not to Stephanie McMahon for being the biggest tramp walking New York City, his words, not mine, I actually love Stephanie McMahon, not to the Big Show for going on to WrestleMania, and not to Triple H for still being the WWF champion. He was actually there to congratulate the four of them on being the four biggest assholes The Rock has ever met. Again, his words, not mine. Rocky then promised he would go to WrestleMania and become the WWF champion. Hunter would explain that The Rock would have to earn his way back to the top, starting with a match tonight against New York's greatest claim to fame, the Brooklyn Brawler. And to finish out the segment, Triple H put a spin on The Rock's own catchphrase, If you smell a low, what the game is playing. Yeah, it stunk when he did it too. While The Rock made short work of the Brooklyn Brawler later in the night, and he somehow coerced Stephanie into giving him another opportunity to get into the WWF Championship match at WrestleMania, as long as he could pin either Triple H or The Big Show when The Rock faced that duo in a handicap match to close the evening's main event. Fast forward to the end of the show, and The Rock wins by DQ because Shane O'Mac got involved, but The Rock didn't pin Big Show, he didn't pin Trips, so no Mania match for Rocky. Don't fret for the future of the Great One, though, as you all know, Dewey went on to do just fine in life. Plus, Vince McMahon returned from exile to help The Rock earn his way to WrestleMania. Believe it or not, there's a lot more to that story, and we'll get to it someday when we talk about the main event of WrestleMania 2000. I now want to turn our attention back to the primary topic for the show. You're grounded in the time period now, after all. It all starts when sexual chocolate Mark Henry competes as the challenger for the Hardcore Championship. His opponent and the reigning champion would be the well over 400 pound Crash Holly. Yeah, I wouldn't risk a dollar in a bet that Crash Holly weighed more than 175 pounds. But in storyline, Crash saw himself as larger than life. Adding to the drama of this affair is the fact that Mark is a soon-to-be daddy, and he's accompanied to the ring by the woman carrying his soon-to-be son or daughter, the 77-year-old Mae Young. And if you don't know this story, I'm sure you're on the edge of your seat. By the way, Mark wasn't even 30 years old yet. So the age gap between the soon-to-be parents was criminal. (laughs) Not really criminal. It's just, uh, you know, I mean, I'm speaking in hyperbole. It was not criminal, but it was vast. (laughs) Now, May is a stand-by-your-man kind of gal, and she wanted nothing more than for Mark to leave with the hardcore championship. So she got involved. Young went for and connected with a big splash on Crash, but in a scary only-if-you-believe-she's-pregnant moment, May immediately began clutching her abdomen. Patterson, Briscoe, and the fabulous Moolah all rushed to ringside and helped May leave on a stretcher. Doctors advised that May would never make it to the hospital, so 
May and Mark would have to become parents right there in the Madison Square Garden locker room. We see May convulsing on a stretcher, but she insists that no baby will come into this world until she has a cigar. Jerry Briscoe brings that cigar and Patterson lights it up. Meanwhile, the paramedic is attending to May's lower extremities, and he's sort of disgusted. He has some medical questions for May because he's not sure she's pregnant. When was your last period? 1957, May answers. Patterson and Briscoe are coughing and gagging throughout the entire proceeding when finally the paramedic goes in for the baby and after a lot of stalling and with a lot of effort, the paramedic assists May Young in birthing a hand. That's right. The paramedic has removed a human hand from May Young. The less said about this, the better. In fact, Patterson didn't know what to say at all. So he began clapping and proclaimed, let's give May a hand? Which begs the question, nope, 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 I'm not going there. I can't believe I even wrote this episode to begin with. Happy birthday, Hand. You will be 23 today. The Daily Wrestling News Show is a Minutes to Bell Time production. Learn more at minutestobelltime.com. This episode was written by... Yeah, I wrote it. This episode was written by Ryan Joy. If you would like to go back and watch the February 28th, 2000 episode of Monday Night Raw like I did for this episode, tread lightly. This is one of those hilarious at the time, completely stupid, my modern standard type of affairs. But subscribe to the Daily Wrestling News Show on your podcast player of choice and join us in the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. We'll see you tomorrow.